What's up, everyone? Welcome to Zero Fox Left. And I have a little Tupac Shakoa opening up for us here. Another copyright infringement, probably. But, you know, you should have opening music sometimes. This is your humble, soft-spoken, always apologetic, never misgendering, never toxically masculine, never black supremacist host, Fox McKenna. Yeah. Let's get it. We're going to do, if Kyle Rittenhouse was Tupac Shakur, no, if Kyle Rittenhouse was black, that's what we're doing, a follow-up to my previous one, let me turn this shit, let me turn this shit down, uh, I could just end this podcast with, uh, let's look at Chicago, and just call it a day, I really could, and, and that's got to get old. Especially if you're black and you don't like this podcast, you're probably just like, fuck, he did it again. He went to Chicago. I just, I can just keep going to Chicago. Honestly, I think I could have a debate with whoever the best, uh, you, you guys have whoever, whoever the best black debater or comedian. I already said throughout Dave Chappelle, I'm cool with whoever you bring to, you can have a panel actually, as long as I get even time amongst the panel, so if the panel gets five minutes, I get five minutes, I'm okay with that, and, and it's not because I want to keep doing this, it's because, I'm going to say y'all, but I don't mean black people, I actually mean the media, y'all keep doing this, politicians keep doing this, and so it forces me to do podcasts like this, look look back at the beginning of this podcast, I wasn't doing any of this content, I think I was talking about incels and losers and how to fix their lives and uh, telling a lot of jokes and random, it was very random, I just want to point that out, but I, I think I can sit there and just reference Chicago and win, so we're going to open with Chicago, in case you're just like, I don't want to hear this shit again, you can just listen to the first five minutes and call it a day, I won't be mad at you. Just listen to the first five minutes. Because I'm just going to propose questions. Instead of just throwing a whole bunch of stats. Can you name the last five shooters of Chicago? Can you name the last five victims in Chicago? No, let's go, let's go further. Can you name any shooter this entire year? The name of the shooter. Let me turn this off. I'm sorry. Can you name any shooter in Chicago? Any gang shooter? And if you're thinking, well, this is not a good comparison, you're right. The the people I'm comparing to are worse than Kyle Rittenhouse. Because a lot of them shot children. Uh, They killed multiple people. And it was an aggressive act. They showed up to kill that's different Kyle did not show up to kill or he wouldn't have put out fires and rendered medical aid to anyone on either side of the aisle so his his weapon is pointed down when you show up to kill it's very simple And, and if you're curious like you're like gangs aren't doing that they're just I don't know what your argument would be if I show up to a house and I shoot into the house that's a drive-by. My goal is to kill someone in the house. That is the goal. If I shoot into your car, if I see a rival's car and I shoot into them, my goal is to kill the rival and whoever is in the car. Yes. I would, I would say for sure, right? For sure I'm targeting the rival. Maybe you could say it's reckless that I killed the other people because I just have terrible aim. I mean, you have people shooting up kids' parties and everything. And this is happening on a daily fucking basis. Where is the news media on it? Where are black people on it? There are some black people. I'm, I'm just talking about mainstream black people. Where's LeBron James on it? Unfortunately, I know he's a basketball star. We have to mention him because he has an opinion on everything. 
and can't keep his mouth shut about any fucking thing and can't just realize, well, I'm good at putting a ball inside of a circle. Let me stick to that. That's what I'm good at. He can't realize it. And he has more followers than most, you know, let's, let's take, uh, my, my guy from Outkick. I can't think of his name. Uh, Jason, Jason Whitlock. I, I think Jason Whitlock's views, uh, on, on black America and the country are great. I think if we could go with something like that, but Jason Whitlock doesn't have the following that LeBron James has. So when I say uh, black people are not talking about, I'm talking about mainstream black people. I'm talking about the, the people with the most voices. And it's true. Because you could lament on the shootings that happen every day. You could say those victims' names. You could make shirts with those victims. Instead of people like Jacob Blake. You see what I mean? You're like, oh, we could we could put somebody who's not a rapist on our shirt. Like a little five-year-old that was shot in downtown Chicago. We could do that. Or we could put a rapist, Jacob Blake, on our shirt. You know? And to me, that's, that's the worst part about all this. Is that I have to keep going back to that. But if you're being honest, you don't know any of those people. And, and let's be honest, there's no justice, no peace for most of the victims. Do I need to get into the stats? I can. Do I, do I need to get into the stats to prove to you that I'm right on this? Conviction rate is terrible. I think Chicago convicted two people. I'm not even exaggerating. I think it was two people. For sure... It, it was under 10. You could count them on your hands how many people they convicted uh, of, of these types of mass shooting. That's mind-boggling. That, there's your no justice, no peace, huh? But are, are you going to rally towards that? Are you going to go and uh, try to change things there? Are you going to try to influence the community? Are you trying to get keep kids out of fucking gangs? Are you going to try to fix the fatherlessness? Are, are you going to do anything like that? Or, or, and I'm going to save a lot of this for a message to black people. And that will be probably my epic poem for this world. Uh, but do, do black lives only have value if a white person takes them? That's a serious question. Because if so, if black lives only get value if a white person snuffs them out, then that is actually the most white supremacist thing on planet Earth. I think even a white supremacist wouldn't go that far. Like a legit one that's up in prison and had to join and has been in there doing life in prison and had to become... Uh, a member of some skinheads prison gang to stay alive and he's been like in that shit for 30 years and read all the propaganda still wouldn't take it that fucking far and if that's the case then black people are the most white supremacist people on planet earth because they only attribute value to black people mainstream if a white person is the one who took the life you die from another gang some gang shooting fuck you yeah we don't care no publicity and we're not going to go rally and uh, call the police station endlessly trying to get justice and peace nope do those families get millions of dollars lawsuits or anything like that nope <laughs> Does Al Sharpton show up? No, he doesn't. Does Quan LX show up? Nope. On only if a white person does it. That's fucking really sad when you think about it. That's that's probably... You have to realize, I didn't script 
any of this podcast for the most part. Sometimes I'll put some bullet points. So I'll put talk about Chicago. That's it. This is a revelation I just had. I'm going to add it to my my list on a message to black people. But I, this is a sad revelation, actually. I, I lament putting this together. But even as you're hearing it, you're like, this, that sounds true. That's why no one cares about the conviction rate. That's why you'll keep voting for Lori Lightfoot in Chicago, who will do nothing to stop anything. Because at the end of the day, black people's lives have value only if it's a white person that's a perpetrator and the news media wants to make a big deal of it. Otherwise, it's just a shrug. That's why the black abortion rate is so damn high and you don't hear anyone talking about it. It's really sad. But let's move on to another thing. Let's talk about somebody whose life did have a lot of value. And and again, I'm not I was going to get into the just Google Chicago shooting. You can just do this at any point. This is my last thing on Chicago. And most of them don't have a suspect. Most of them involve five or six people killed, many more injured. And and you can do this at any point. And it changes. It'll say five hours ago, ten hours ago. It's always within a day's time frame. And that's just one city. I mean, you have Baltimore. You have these parishes in Louisiana. You guys know what I'm talking about. You have Philadelphia. You have all these places that are crime-ridden that are black communities that are having shootings every day. And so I'm not going to go through and, and rip on the stats. You you can look them up yourself. It, it's ridiculous. You can even Google it. You don't even have to go to the Brave browser. It's right in front of your face. But somebody's life who did have value in Chicago, a black person's life who had value, uh, because the assailants were Nigerian. Wait, no, they were white. Well, no, they were Nigerian. Ah, uh, uh, Juicy Smollett. Uh, <laughs> Juicy Smollett, yes. Uh, Jesse Smollett, everyone, half the country fell for that shit. And and people will like to tell you that, they, that that didn't happen. They'd like to walk it back and act like, ah, no, I, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't fall for that obvious lie. How is it not an obvious lie? Well, no one uh, goes to get Subway at two in the morning. Uh, No two white people would be walking around in Chicago at two in the morning with MAGA hats on and uh, a, a, a noose or robe and I guess, was it bleach or milk? that would be frozen because it's like negative 20 degrees or some shit in Chicago. And for sure, no one would recognize Jesse Smollett prior to him becoming Juicy Smollett. Uh, That would never, no one would recognize him, especially two white Trump supporters. Now this is a stereotype that I think is accurate. Uh, Two white Trump supporters are not watching all black shows like Empire. I'm pretty sure that's across the board. It's like asking if, uh, (laughs) if, if black, uh, gang members in, in high crime areas were watching Full House. Uh, the answer is probably no. Across the board. It's okay to have these stereotypes, right? Uh, some of them are very accurate. Uh, so no, that didn't happen. And, and you heard it, and it was immediate for people with sense that it was a lie. And I have somewhere I'm going with this. So our leaders, and let's go with the let's just go with the top three leaders. We have Joe Biden. He's in charge of the country. Believe it or not, uh, I wouldn't hire Joe Biden to be a Walmart reader. Uh, I, I would worry he would fuck that up if I owned Walmart and somebody said, hey, can you can you get Joe on for me? 
I'd be like, yeah, if he can pass a basic cognitive test. I mean, we want to make sure he's greeting people appropriately. He's not going to say anything like bizarre or, you know, <laughs> fucked up to the customers. And he would fail it, and I'd be like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I know it's just like a ten dollar an hour job, man. Um, maybe he can. Uh, like, what's that one movie or show where they had to push some button every? I couldn't even give him that test. I, I don't know what task Joe Biden would be suited for, but president is what we decide. <laughs> president of the United States, uh, nuclear codes and everything. That's what we decided to go with. Uh, again, I would struggle with Walmart greeter, but I digress. Uh, this is what he said about uh, Juicy. He says, what happened today to at Jussie Smollett must never be tolerated in this country. We must stand up and demand that, no, that we no longer give this hate safe harbor. That homophobia and racism have no place on our streets or in our hearts. We are with you, Jussie. <laughs> that was after the New York Times on January 29th, 2019, uh, tweeted out uh, the facts, I guess. It's being investigated as a possible hate crime. New York Times, two, two assailants yelled, yelled racial and homophobic slurs. Oh my gosh. But Joe Biden fell for it hook, line, and sinker with his infinite wisdom. He's no King Solomon. Let's see, maybe, maybe the second in command did a little bit better. Kamala Harris, our vice president, at Jesse Smollett is one of the kindest, most gentle human beings I know. I mean, did she actually know him or did she watched the show Empire? I'm not sure. I'm praying for his quick recovery. This was an attempted modern day lynching. No one should have to fear for their life because of their sexuality or color of their skin. We must confront this hate. So that's our number two. Nancy Pelosi. Uh, that's our number three, Speaker of the House. The racist, homophobic attack on Jussie Smollett is an affront to our humanity. No one should have attacked, should be attacked for who they are or whom they love. I pray that Jussie has a speedy recovery and that justice is served. May we all commit to ending this hate once and for all. God, they're so loving, aren't they? And stupid as fuck and in charge of the country. So that's the root of the problem. Is that if you're black, you're automatically believed. See, that's... And if you're black and gay, you're for sure automatically believed. Kyle Rittenhouse? What did these people say about Kyle Rittenhouse? Well, I remember uh, Biden specifically saying, Oh, he's like, uh, I heard he's a white uh, nationalist militia member. Well, let's, let's break that down real quick because I know that's meant negatively. Can you be white? Yes. Okay. So you're white. Can you be a nationalist? Somebody who likes their own country versus globalism? Yes. Okay. Militia member. Okay. The militia is mentioned in the second amendment last I recall. And that's pretty important. Uh, that it, uh, a militia, a well uh, regulated militia is necessary. These are the words used in the Constitution. So if you're white and you happen to be a nationalist and you're a member of a militia, there should be nothing wrong with that. But in, in our world, uh, that's vilified. And he knew what he was doing when he said that. They, they know the route that they're going. And that's before knowing any facts of the case in their wisdom. So that's a big problem with it. The, the media is a huge problem with it because the media bought this as well. You remember that woman, Robin, whatever, that interviewed uh, Jesse Smollett? I, I'll never forget. She just ended it with, he was saying all this bullshit. And I was like, God, that sounds like such a lie. She said, beautiful, Jesse. 
beautiful. No hard questions, no... So what made you want to go get Subway at 2 in the morning? That's a little odd. And you're, you're in Chicago, right? You don't think it's weird two white people walking around with MAGA hats? But we know all the facts now. And people still... Some people are smart enough to want to walk it back. Other people are not smart enough to want to walk it back and stick with the narrative because they really just care about the narrative at the end of the day. The narrative is more important to them than the truth. <laughs> I mean, Lawyers are such pieces of shit. I know they have to do their job. Jesse Smollett was a real victim of racist attack, lawyer says as trial begins. <laughs> He's the real victim. Yeah, it's completely staged. Uh, the two brothers attacked him because they didn't like him, and that $3,500 check that they paid them in was for training so he could pre prepare them for an upcoming music video, not as a payment for staging a hate crime. <laughs> the lawyers... Lawyers will concoct all kinds of... It's, it's pretty amusing to listen to the concoctions of lawyers. But there will be people who will buy that. They'll listen to that trial and they'll be like, Yeah, I guess Jesse was a victim somehow. Because that, that narrative of being the victim... It's important to cling to for some reason. But what would, if Kyle Rittenhouse was black, we wouldn't know the name Kyle Rittenhouse. This is my point of all this. If Kyle Rittenhouse was black, see Kyle Rittenhouse, a lot of people don't even know Kyle Rittenhouse shot white, only white people. That's, that's a big problem already. Not, not that it should matter, but they were all white. So if another black person killed other black people, uh, then we wouldn't know the person's name. So that's, that's point one. I had to go through all that 20 minutes to get to the point of, we wouldn't know the name. And we'll just circle back to Chicago. Uh, point two, and I guess this should be a point for all my podcasts, our leaders and media are very stupid, lack wisdom, and are liars. And, and so, and, and they're very... Uh, race obsessed so let's go with that that's something to keep in the back of your mind as well I mean in another example of how stupid everyone is right and I just want to go with half the country and leaders and media uh, I think half the people in the country believe Christine Blasey Ford I keep going back to that you know the person who looked like Dana Carvey from Wayne's World that bitch it was an obvious lie, but there's there's a lack of discernment. There's a lack of God, and if you lack God, you have no ontic reference. You have no true north. And even for if I have atheist people listening, I'm not saying this from a Christian perspective. I'm saying it more of a providence perspective. You you have to have some sort of uh, true north in your. Listen to Marcus Aurelius uh, meditations. That would be a good neutral source and then for amusement maybe read the master and the margarita uh which have good strong references of god and the devil and uh you, you'll kind of see what i mean uh without having to you know believe i'm not going to force that upon you uh but i think it makes your i think it gives you wisdom uh to, to have a belief in god and to know that you're a created being and, and not random and lacking purpose and meaning uh, but I'll move past that this isn't a, a religious podcast this is a, a, a rant comedy uh, make a point that's not mainstream type podcast so anyway I digress so we obviously have half the people that have no sense and that means anytime you do something in this country that could result in a trial, you're faced with a jury of at least six morons. 
And I would argue it's way more than six because if you can't get out of jury duty, you're pretty fucking stupid, as I've said before. Or you're a liar because you'd have to lie about not having a bias. I think most people have a bias in general. It's hard for me to imagine people not being biased at some point. If I said, hey, I'm going to Baskin Robbins, 31 flavors, and you just said, just get me whatever. Most people aren't that way. If we're at a bar, a tap room, and there's like 20 beers, and I say, well, what do you want? Oh, man, whatever. There are some people. It's very few and far between. And is that who I think we're getting on the jury is smart people with literally no bias? No, I don't. I think you're getting a bunch of idiots who can't get out of jury duty. (laughs) I mean, of course, I, I mean, my bias is out of this world. My bias is so strong on this. If you tell me that the person is a pedophile or a rapist and you said they're killed and this guy killed them, not, I'm, I'm hitting not guilty no matter what. I don't give a fuck. They, they've raped somebody before or they have raped a kid before. I don't give a fuck if, the, if you show me a video of this person taking a sledgehammer to the person's face intentionally. I don't give a fuck. Fuck them. I guess that's the white vigilanteism in me coming out, huh? Oh, that's a big problem. That's scary for black people. White vigilantes like Kyle Rittenhouse who didn't kill a single black person. (laughs) They try to say that. Uh, And I've already made the case that we love vigilantes in this country and you can pretend like you don't, but but you do. Uh, But... Let's, let's, let's move on, though. I, I, have to, I have to move through this. I want to keep this under, like, 40 minutes. <laughs> and I just can't drop it, man. I just I want to drop it. But it's like, if Kyle Rittenhouse, who killed white people, right, makes black people worried about white vigilante justice on them, imagine how O.J. Simpson made fucking white people feel. You know? Imagine how he made white women feel. Imagine all the white women that were, like, dating a black guy. They're like, oh, my God. He completely got away with that. Especially if the guy was, like, had money. You're dating some basketball star? Yeah, no, that's, uh... That's not how that works, though, man. It doesn't... Everything is case by case. To say that one thing happening makes you worry about... But most of you people are stupid, and I'll get into that on this month and retarded as fuck. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to get on, yeah, on how mainstream, one thing, mainstream shit can cause everyone to panic and you probably know what I'm talking about. I'm not bringing it into this, but come on, Kyle, who killed a fucking pedophile, dude, if Kyle Rittenhouse was black and those white people were killed, I, I think he'd be getting an award like he deserves. That's, that's another point. I think if if a black person killed the white people that Kyle Rittenhouse killed, he'd be getting a medal and possibly a bench somewhere in the city. They'd be like, look at this black kid who put out all these fires and stopped all these white pedophiles. Right? You can imagine it. Or just in general, if, if the political spectrum was swapped. Even Kyle being white would probably get an award. Unless they were black conservatives. Then then, then that would be a hard one to guess. <laughs> let's take one last example, unless you, in case you're not convinced. Let's take uh, Simpkins. The kid that shot up the school in Texas. This is To me, this is a very... Look, shooting up a school... For some reason, this is like the biggest fucking thing. I guess we we love our kids or whatever. Uh, If we loved our kids, they probably wouldn't be in school. But I understand you have to send them sometimes and you have to work. So it's a very fucked up system. Uh, School is an awful place where you learn about terrible things. Uh, Get bullied like a motherfucker. um, Get introduced to drugs and sex way too early. It's not a nice place. Uh, It's like a prison. It's like sending kids to prison. I mean, I think the only thing school prepares you for is prison. That's about it. 
So if you've gone to school, then you'd be really good at being a prisoner, following instructions, uh, doing what you're told, and then doing a lot of bad shit behind the backs of of the guards and shit uh, because the other inmates have taught you how to do that. You'd be really good at prison. That's That's my thoughts. But, you know, what do I know? <laughs> but that being said... Uh, we have this thing where we're against uh, school shooters, and rightly so, okay? We don't want the schools to get shot up and, and shit like that. We're so against them that we violate the First Amendment free speech with kids that say, hey, I was thinking about shooting up the school. We go ar- arrest them and ruin their lives forever. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you could look at the actual cases Uh, But I'm certain there's kids who are felons and their lives are ruined. They can never own firearms. They can never vote. It's hard for them to get a job because arbitrarily, while they were getting bullied, they were just like, man, fuck this. I should go shoot this place up. And they didn't have a gun or any means of actually doing it. But that didn't matter. You know, it should be more than just mere words and mere preparation there, there should be actual like plans and diagrams. And then you could say, okay, well that person, he said it and look, he had the gun ready, he had pictures of the school and there should be some sort of investigation. If you're going to do this conspiracy to shoot up the school, it should be more than just his words. Yes. The words can give you some, uh, probable cause to look into it. I agree with that. Just like if I'm on the airplane and I'm like, man, I should fucking blow this motherfucker up, right? Say you serve me, uh, I really want peanuts, but you don't get peanuts anymore because one motherfucker on earth has a fucking allergy and can die from it. So I don't get peanuts ever again. I'm starving to death. I'm hangry and I blow up because I had the worst day of my life. This can happen, right? We all agree. This can happen to anyone. You can all lose your shit. We all can lose our shit. I don't know why we don't cut people breaks that lose their shit. And you're like, man, I wish this fucking plane would blow up. That can get you fucking uh, tackled and duct taped. And then when you get back to the, fu- the f- they'll turn the flight around. And you'll face like 10 years in federal charges. But you didn't have a bomb on you. You don't even know how to make a bomb. And you sure as shit don't know how to sneak a bomb past TSA. But it doesn't matter. You fucking said it. Which I thought it said uh, the right to free speech shall not be infringed. And that seems like an infringement. So all my people who are like big, strong constitutionalists, just remember, it's a piece of paper that politicians use to wipe their ass with. Uh, They don't care about it. And it grants you no rights. The only rights you have are rights you take. And uh, you all agree and fight for to take. That is it. That's the rights you have. So, yeah, so we take words, some words very serious, uh, like uh, shooting up a school, right? So what Simpkins did is pretty big. It's pretty bad. That's my only point in all that discussion is it's pretty awful. It's high up there in in awful things you can do. And uh, the media is going forward with, oh, he was uh, he was bullied and he was, you know, those damn bullies. And I was like, that's weird. They're taking up for the shooter. I've never seen anyone take up for this shooter. That's very odd. And, and then I saw photos and I was like, oh, he's black. I did. I immediately was like, oh, okay. He's black. That makes sense. Because if, if he was a white school shooter, oh, he'd be fucking done. And you guys know that. It's, it's obvious. But he's black and he gets a 75K bond. He went there to kill people. And the bullying defense doesn't really work for school shooters because it would work if the school shooter showed up to shoot the school, like showed up to, to shoot just the bullies at the school. I, hell, I think the teachers and the students alike would be cheering on such a person, even though we hate vigilantes. They'd be like, oh, you killed the four gang members we had that would made everyone's life hell. Thanks. <laughs> No, but they, it's not like the shooter goes into the school and you're somebody who was nice to them and gave them a Snickers last week out of your fucking lunch pill. And they're like, pop, pop, you know, shooting the fucking bullies. And they're like, hey, what's up, Steve? 
Yeah, man, thank you for that Snickers. Uh, yeah, no, you're good, man. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm just getting the bullies. I, I, you know, you remember I was bullied real hard this last week. I'm just getting them. Yeah, you're good. You're good and all the random other people and the teachers and stuff. Don't worry. You guys are good. Yeah, and I'm um, just, just the bullies. Just targeting just the bad people. See, I, I could get on board with that. Like, you go to the school and uh, you target just the fucking shitty motherfuckers that are going to end up being the next George Floyd. Oh, wait. He's a saint now. I can't use him as an example. Uh, <laughs> but see, see what I mean? Like, we could all get on board with that. But for some reason, that's... See, Kyle gets a $2 million bond. He showed up to put out fires and do medical aid. No intent to kill. Seems obvious. Because he only shot the people that attacked him. He didn't go crazy after that. He didn't go fucking uh, uh, postal, which I could see snapping in that type of situation when you have a mob coming after you and just being like, fucking everyone in the mob is, everyone in the crowd is a threat now. That's not what he did. Nope. <laughs> he just shot the people that attacked him and was, had a lot of restraint. Meanwhile, a kid shows up to just shoot up the school with intent to kill and gets a 75K bond. One gets 2 million, one gets 75K. One is out the next day taking selfies with his family. The other is uh, still in fucking jail. And GoFundMe is against him. And the news is against him. And calling him a white terrorist and a white nationalist militia member. The other one is a victim of bullying. I mean, you can type in Simpkins shooting. And, and you'll get results that mention bullying. In his defense from the media. Then you have the person who drove over a crowd of people. And, and the news articles. Uh, Wakatusha, whatever. Uh, I don't know how to say the name of that city. Yeah, I'll just say Daryl Brooks Jr. That's easier to say. Daryl Brooks Jr. Uh, he says he feels demonized. Uh, he was not driving away from the police, and this did not happen by accident. He mowed through the crowd like he was in GTA uh, right after Rittenhouse uh, because the media talks. Uh, I'm sure if you asked him, it, my first question if I was a detective would have been like, um, is this in response to... Rittenhouse uh, killing those black people because I, I believe a lot of black people believe that uh, Rittenhouse killed black people and, and and that's just based on the news articles making it seem like Kyle is some sort of white supremacist or white supremacy has when you hear that you just think okay he must have killed black people because otherwise you wouldn't say that and they would because they know most people won't look into stuff how many people watched any of these uh, the Wakatusha however you say that uh, the Daryl Brooks, how many people watched that driving video? It's graphic, I get it. Uh, how many people watched the Kyle Rittenhouse thing from start to finish? Uh, how many people, I'd watch the school one too if I could. You're never going to get that footage. Uh, yeah, it's never going it, to, it's hard to get. I, I wish you could get some of those. But how many people watched those without any commentary? I did. And... Uh, and, and form their own opinion. I always do that, actually. I don't want to hear anyone talk about it. Even the people that are, like, really quick to get on it, like, the Steven Crowders are really quick to have an opinion and play videos and stuff, and that's good. That's their job. They're getting paid to do it. They're faster than I am. Um, and that's good. There's content there. But I'm saying I try to watch something, like, without sound and without uh, without anyone's voice, or if they're if they are talking, I try to ignore it. That's the first thing I actually try to do. How many people actually do that? I would argue almost none. And that's just that's just the way it is. But a lot of these, the media was hesitant to say it was on purpose. And, and I know they saw the footage. They were hesitant to say, um, uh, to describe the, the, sh the driver because he was black. And I knew that. I was like, I watched how they, the news stories were coming out. And I was like, oh my goodness. It's a black guy, and he did it on purpose after I watched it. I was like, he was targeting white people. Um, but, and then the, the words hate crime don't even appear in any of the news articles whatsoever. Even though hate crime is stupid, I've always said this, because every crime that you commit that's violent obviously re requires some sort of hate. 
You can't hit somebody with a hammer in love. Well, maybe, maybe people who are like going through a bad divorce, I don't know. Uh, but it's not out of love. You know what I mean? Like that, obviously it comes from hate and anger, um, in the, in any situation. So it's, it's a stupid term. Uh, and it doesn't really mean anything. Just find out if the person did it or not. Uh, and, and their motive for doing it. But what is, what else did I see, uh, when, when that came out? Uh, so they didn't release suspect information. They didn't want to describe it as a hate crime and they didn't want to say it was intentional. And, and that's the media always covering for these types of things. And they won't walk it back either. So if Kyle Rittenhouse was black, uh, well, one, you wouldn't know his name. Uh, <laughs> cause if he killed other black people, then the, we wouldn't know, like, just like Chicago. I mean, what's the name of the person who killed, uh, David Dorn? Was there an investigation done? How many people know the name, uh, David Dorn? How many people made shirts for David Dorn versus how many people made shirts for George Floyd who lived a shit life or for, uh, Breonna Taylor who was used as a meat shield and, uh, was helping her boyfriend, uh, deal drugs. You could consider that an occupational hazard and that that dude should be villainized. What a piece of shit thing to do to shoot at the cops and hold your girlfriend as a meat shield. And what are the cops supposed to do? You have to fire back. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get domed in the skull, uh, because the dude is using somebody as a meat shield. They probably didn't even see that, but I'm not, I'm going to aim for the dude's head. I'm going to take the shot. You have to, I have, to, I mean, at the end of the day, I want to go home to my family. You see? But let's swip it around and I'm going to close with what if Kyle Rittenhouse had killed somebody who was black? And we'll tie that into Ahmaud Arbery. So part two of this obviously is what if Kyle Rittenhouse has killed somebody who was black? And we don't need again, to use our imaginations because we have an exact example in the Ahmad Arbery case. See, the people who shot Ahmad Arbery were just citizens, right? Just like Kyle, doing the job of the police because the police are not good at their jobs. Let's be honest. Why... Even the left agrees on this. That's why y'all want to defund the police. Do I need to remind you of this? You want to defund the police because you assume they are not good at their job. Or you've seen them be not good at their job. And we all know this, even people on the right who are big... You know, I'm not, I'm not anti-police. I'm just saying, I know if I'm somewhere in a bad area and I call the damn cops because somebody is... Uh, brandishing a knife and following me that I better be very quick or have a gun on me if I'm going to survive that situation because their ass will get there in about 10 minutes. That's not their fucking fault as an individual. So I don't blame the police, police officers as individuals. That's obviously an institutional problem. Not enough hiring, too spread out, um, don't take don't don't prioritize calls because citizens get their way all the time. They you have people calling about nonsense like uh, their radio that was stolen two weeks ago and they want to file a police report. Uh, somebody used their credit card at Chuck E. Cheese's in Arizona, so the cop has to show up to the house to to write down some shit. Oh, how much money did you lose? Forty dollars on your fucking credit card. You can't just dispute it with Amex. No, you want to file an entire police report and waste everyone's fucking time. Great. So because people are calling with that shit, when you call and you're like, I think this motherfucker's, uh, robbing houses, the same motherfucker that's been robbing houses the whole time, or Hey, uh, in Kyle's case, they're burning down the city. Yeah, we know. We just, uh, you know, the mayor kind of agrees with that politically. The reason why they're, we, we like, rapists who happen to be black and harass black women and uh we prefer if people want to burn down the city because they side with the black rapist then hey you know we we take orders 
And that's the downside of the police also is they take orders, right? You have to be an order taker. That's the same downside with the military. And I could do a whole thing on, you know, against the argument against authority in that regard or whatever. Not authoritative sources for arguments, but I mean like actual authority that people have rights over other people. But we're not going to get into that. But let's just all agree that to some effect, the police are not very trusted. And in a dire situation, if, if I said, hey, do you want to have a gun and kill this person with a knife that's breaking into your home or call the police and wait? Most people would say, especially if they were in the actual situation and being honest, would say, I want the fucking gun. Right? Because I know I can, you know, I have a shot versus, well, I don't know if they'll be there in one minute because they happen to have an officer nearby. Because that could happen. They could be driving through the area and you just luck out and they're there in fucking 30 seconds to a minute. Or it could be 10 fucking minutes. Or more sometimes. Right? So, I don't know why people are against vigilantism. Uh, I can't even say the damn word. Vigilantism. Uh, (laughs) I had to say it all white. But, I don't know why people are against that. Are people doing what they feel is right? Because I'd rather that, if you said, would you rather there be a police force or a community uh, watch program where individuals are responsible for their own neighborhoods, I would prefer the latter. I would. Versus police. But we, we get middle, we actually get middle ground on this one either way in this particular case because unlike Kyle who's just a 17 year old kid one of the people involved in the Ahmad Arbery uh, shooting incident was a former district attorney's office investigator who was trained to be a police officer and had been a police officer and it knows all the ways of acting and behaving as a police officer so it's not just Joe Schmo citizen for the people who are like, citizens can't do that. Well, it's not actually. It's somebody who's actually trained and knows what the fuck they're doing. Like literally if they hadn't just retired, you know, they can show up to calls like that if they wanted to. Not Obviously, that's too small for a DA investigator to deal with is, is street calls. But you get what I'm saying. Like technically he could transfer to another department as a peace officer and begin work taking calls like that. 100%. He's done. And, and when you say training, it's like, well, what is the training? Even even when you take in, I'm not going to try to downplay this, but unless you're like some Navy SEAL, a lot of military and police training is three to six months. That's not a lot of time. In fact, you could argue there's a lot of civilians who train on their own, who regularly... If you regularly go to ranges and different and pay for those scenarios where you get to learn from uh, fucking Green Berets and shit like that, you could become better than somebody who is technically that. So anyway, I digress, but I'm, I'm just trying to set it up here. So you have a citizen who's doing the job of the police, in this case was police, and somebody has been burglarizing. That means going in and taking shit. Uh, Ahmad Arbery also, if I recall the, the, the circumstances, lived over two hours away from this place. He's not in jogging clothes. And he's on video being inside other homes. Now, you don't see all the angles. Maybe he's already gotten stuff from this neighborhood. There's a reason he is not jogging at this neighborhood. He's not jogging. If he's jogging, then then Ted Bundy was just looking for a fucking date. And Ted Kaczynski uh, was just bad at defusing bombs. And fucking... <laughs> I don't know why I want to shit on him. Uh, George Floyd, right? Uh, just really cared about pregnant women. I mean, let's, let's be honest. 
Ahmad Arbery is not a jogger. If you believe he's a jogger, we can't even have any further conversation. He, he's not jogging. No one goes two hours away to a random neighborhood, uh, is seen on camera other times, uh, going through uh, people's construction sites. Why do people go through construction sites? Well, there's valuable shit there. Tools, just to name one. Tools are very valuable. And they're left there. So if I get a power uh, fucking site, that's 200 bucks. Right there. And Ahmad Arbery is not a good person. This picture of him being in a bow tie and shit, that's nonsense. Ahmad Arbery is a shithead. How do I know Ahmad Arbery is a shithead? Well, you can look up Ahmad Arbery in interaction with the police where they try to tase him because he's in a park uh, doing some shit. I don't know. His shirt is like off and, and he just he just looks whack as fuck. And the way he talks like, fuck you, bitch, you know, all that kind of shit. Doesn't seem like a good person, man. I'm just being I'm just keeping it real. He could be fucking white, Hispanic, Chinese. I would tell you the truth. It, it doesn't matter. He's, he's being thuggish, ruggish. Period. He's not somebody you'd want to hang out with. And he's not a jogger. So if you can get that out of your head, maybe you can hear this out. So one of the neighbors calls these guys. If I recall the circumstances, and I should have refreshed a little bit better, but I'm just trying to get the gist to you. Um, hey, you know, saw this guy leaving this house. Uh, you watched the vi- I watched the video without any context being given to me. Again, this was, uh, what, two years ago or some shit? year and a half ago. I, I can't remember. I did. I watched all of it. And it looks like they're, they're looking for, for him. He looks like he's evading them at several points in the video. It looks like he drops stuff from his person. Uh, cause he knows, okay, well, if they get the cops and they hold him there and the cops show up and he has this shit on him, then it's a burglar. It's a felony. See, criminals know this shit. So they try to throw this shit out. Just like if you're getting pulled over for drugs, you evade for a little bit so you can throw the drugs out. And then when you get pulled over, you will be like, oh, I didn't even see you behind me. Uh, what's up, officer? Oh, it smells like reefer, like a motherfucker in my car. I, I don't have any. You want to search it? You see what I'm saying? Like criminals are like they, they get smart, especially if they've already been in the system. And he's been in the system. He had a he brought a gun when he was 19 to a school he no longer attended uh, prior to shoot a motherfucker. We don't know because he got arrested at the time. Uh, School police had help from other police, multiple police uh, to arrest him. I mean, he should have probably died back then, but he didn't. Uh, And and who really would have gave a fuck? Just just his immediate family that knew he was a gangbanger. That's about it. And the world would have went on. Just like in Chicago. Because especially if a black cop would have shot him. No one would have gave two shits. Just keeping it real with you. No one would have gave a fuck. So these white men uh, who are pursuing him are giving his life meaning. Remember we talked about this earlier. Because it wouldn't otherwise. If it was black men in a black neighborhood, we, we wouldn't even know his name or their names. Um, the McMichaels, I believe is their name. Uh, they finally... At one point in the video, you see the video cut on. This is after he's dropped the shit. And he runs towards the truck. I thought this was weird because there's multiple uh, areas you could have gone. He could have gone left, right, backwards. He goes towards the truck, goes to the other side. He's about, let's say, you know, he looks maybe at least five to ten yards away from the um, what do you call it from the McMichael's truck five to ten yards away uh, they uh, one of the older guy who worked with the DA's office I, I believe has a shotgun I don't think it's even pointed at him yet and Ahmad Arbery runs towards him, charges him. So see, some people will say, well, how do you know what you'd do if a gun is pointed at me? 
uh, and you're afraid. And I'm like, um, <laughs> people who are afraid don't run at guns or gunfire ever. That's just, just keeping that real. Also, you don't go towards gunfire. That's, that's actually courage. So if anything, I can say Ahmad Arbery had a very big burst of courage. He, he became warrior-like and rushed the person with a superior uh, gun power, right? It's like the last samurai where they charge and they know they're going to be mowed down. That's what happened. And so he charges and grabs the gun. Isn't that what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse? He was... Somebody charged him and grabbed his gun, right? And then he shoots, right? He's, he's shot at this point, still fighting. He's shot again, I think three shots, and finally he drops dead. Now me, especially if I was going for, if I'm going for a jog, one, it would be within a 15-mile radius of my house. I'd have jogging attire on, workout attire on. Two, right? Uh, three, uh, I'm not going to go into people's property, especially living in Texas. I'm not going to do that. It's just not going to happen. I'm not going to go into people's property. Uh, mainly because I don't want to get shot dead for being on somebody's fucking property. Somebody gets startled or whatever and recklessly kills me even if I'm like oh I wonder what kind of uh staircase that is and I pop my head in bop and they're just they're just paranoid right maybe they've been raped or robbed or um kidnapped I don't know people's backgrounds so everybody is paranoid more paranoid some people are more paranoid than other people long story short uh I just wouldn't do that then if somebody if if I'm if I come out Let's let's say I'm just jogging in that area and somebody's like, man, you look like the guy that was in that house. I'd be like, oh, no, I'm not that guy. Well, hey, man, uh, well, we're calling the cops, you know, and got this shotgun and shit pointed at you. Uh, I wouldn't be like, oh, it's time to rush this motherfucker. I'd be like, oh, OK, let's wait for the cops. Let's wait for the cops. I'll, I'll, I'll be cleared of this. I cannot wait. It's a waste of fucking time. You're a fucking idiot. But okay. I jog here all the time. It's fucking five minutes from my house, man. I just like this neighborhood. It's a nice place to jog. Y'all have better jogging trails. Look, I look like I'm jogging. I'm dressed in jogging attire. My jogging shoes. But I get it. Uh, I look like somebody who just did something. Okay, I'll, I'll wait for the cops. They'll clear me. At no point would I be like, uh fucking motherfuckers 15 15 feet away yeah i can take him and i'll take his son too i'll I'll take both of them on even though they have guns when i would do that right when i would do that is if it was like i can't go back to prison fuck it i either die or uh you know what i mean but i'm not going back to prison i'm not going away for a burglary especially if i knew i did it then i'd be like yeah i'm fighting I'm fighting my way out of this because I don't have no other choice. I'm I'm too tired to run. They keep chasing me. I, I could flee this way. I could just wait for the police and just go to jail. But I don't want any of that. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight. Maybe I can get their truck. Maybe I can get this shotgun, and then maybe I can kill this other dude, and fucking get this truck and get the fuck out of here. Fuck it. Then I'll figure out a new life somewhere else. That's when I would do that. But see, some people. Really stupid people have a hard time putting themselves in the shoes of other people. So they're like, I don't know what I would do. Or they just say that. I, don't, I just don't know. It's easy to imagine. For me, I guess I... Uh, for me, it's easy to imagine. Maybe it's not for some people. Maybe you're not being dishonest. Uh, but here we go. I mean... At, uh, so... Like I said, all that other shit aside, even if you're like, well, I don't think citizens should take over the job of the police, but meanwhile, defund the police. Because all those people seem to say, they go that route are like, citizens shouldn't do what the job of the police is. And you're like, well, do you think you should defund the police? Yeah. 
Okay, so you realize it would be citizens that would step up if you defunded the police. Or or you just think people would just let people get away with crimes endlessly. Oh, I'm not sure what you believe in. Okay. You don't know what you believe in. It's very contradictory. Uh, but even if you're like, oh, I don't think the citizens should do that. Well, it's unreasonable to wrestle with somebody with a gun. Right? And so it, it, at worst case, yeah, okay, maybe they shouldn't have held him. Legally, they had all the rights to do that. Like Georgia law allows citizens rest for felonies. Even if you didn't on view it and you have um, reason to believe it's true, which if and your neighbor tells you, hey, that motherfucker just think burglarized that house, then you would, that's reason to believe a felony occurred. And you have ex-law enforcement training, right? So completely within their rights. It completely, this case should have been thrown out by the legal. But we go to pitchfork mob and we let them decide. And again, the jurors are not sequestered. Um, they're able to hear the opinions of people like LeBron James, like, yeah, I mean, it sucks being me like LeBron James and I can't even jog. You know, I feel unsafe in my very white neighborhood, uh, where everyone wants an autograph. I can't even jog either. It's like, uh, okay, LeBron. Uh, all right. But say that's your hero, then you're going to hear it and you're going to be like, man, I should, uh, I couldn't, I wasn't smart enough to get out of jury duty. Maybe I should just be. Just do what the the media says he was murdered, so fuck it. Right, and the media has more power than anything. When you start to look at all these cases, you're like, man, the media has a lot. Of, we've given them a lot of power. And they're wrong most of the time. And they're pushing a lie that they know is a lie most of the time. That's scary. So they're, they're like another branch of uh, the government when you think about it. So, just get this. It should have been maybe negligent homicide. Like, hey, you should have known better. You shouldn't have done that, yada, yada. And you're like, well, I was just going to hold him there till the cops got there and then let them take over, right? And they're like, well, yeah, but... And you're like, well, I mean, how the fuck could I know that dude was going to charge me while I had a gun? You could say, okay, well, you negli- you were very negligent in your actions, Right. Like Kyle was negligent in his actions. But when you go for murder, see, murder typically means my goal is to kill a motherfucker no matter what. Like I'm going to kill the person. That's murder. Right. Let's think about it for a second. Murder means with the intent, because all murder charges do require an intent, intent. Right? Did you plan it? Was it in cold blood? All, we use all these terms, right? Even if you're a novice, you watch some sort of shows where it, uh, CSI and all this stuff where they talk about that. So if I get in a truck with another... Let me, t- let me describe to you what murder would look like of Ahmad Arbery. Murder would look like uh, them driving behind him. Uh, one of them is in the bed of the truck has a shotgun, Ahmad Armbury is running away, the truck's right behind him, trying to run him over, and either does run him over, just boom, from the back, or somebody just puts a, a slug in his back, or buckshot in his back, that's what murder would look like, for, for the stupid people out there, let me help you what murder looks like, if I get in my car and I'm like, I'm gonna murder that, what, there's, there's some, uh, 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 person doing that fuck that i'm murdering them you think i'm gonna give them a chance to rush me or anything man i'm not even get out of the car i'm telling you right now if i was trying to murder somebody i'd put the window down roll up on the side of them and just clack 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 gangster shit i'd probably hold the pistol sideways wait just like we see in chicago we don't know their names or their victims names oh it's coming full circle isn't it people so what if Kyle Rittenhouse, what if the uh, child molester that Kyle Rittenhouse had shot was black? Well, let's be very simple. Uh, you would have a murder case and he'd be convicted. But luckily, Kyle wasn't forced to, to have any interactions with a black person that he had to kill. So he's safe. 
But these white people did. And in the legal realm of things, you, you show me legally what they did wrong. Because Georgia does, like I said, allow citizens arrest for felonies if you have a reason to believe the felony occurred and that that's the person. And it's not unreasonable when you're unsure if the person has a weapon or not. I assume all criminals have a weapon. So if I go to stop somebody to wait for the police, I'm going to have a weapon. The problem becomes when that person's like, fuck that. I know you have a weapon, but I'm coming at you anyway. And then it puts me in a bad spot. Like, fuck, I was just going to wait for the cops to come here and see if you did it or not. Now I have to fight you. And what? Oh, now you're grabbing my weapon. Now I have to now I have to fire it into you. That's exactly what happened with Kyle Rittenhouse. And he got free. What is the difference? I don't know. Better jury? Rolled the dice on the jury? I, I don't know. Better location for the jury? Um, less threats to the jury than Ahmaud Arbery? Less expectations than Ahmaud Arbery? Because there was a black person involved, right? So... That's it. I just want to say, what if Kyle Rittenhouse was black? Look at Chicago. What if he had shot somebody who was black? Look at Ahmaud Arbery. This is Zero Fox Left. Thank you for tuning in. Till next time, go fox yourselves.